You ready, bro? Bro, bro, I was born ready. <laughs> I was born to be a ghost. Ugh, fuck. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. No, no, take your time. Fuck. <laughs> and this week we played Call of Duty Ghosts. I say. <laughs> this experience was so unenjoyable. <laughs> Call of Duty! Released November 2013. Developed by Infinity Ward. Produced by Activision. Released on Windows. Jesus. Windows, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Wii U for some fucking reason. Yeah, okay, cool. Those are all systems. Yeah, right. Other games released in 2013 we covered in Final Fantasy, All the Bravest, and Aliens, Colonial Marines, but here's a different list. Batman, Arkham Origins, Beyond Two Souls, Tomb Raider, The Reboot, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and Injustice, Gods Among Us. I don't think I played any of those. I started Black Flag, and I hear that it gets good, but I couldn't get past the hour tutorial walking bullshit. Mm. So, like, this is the first COD that we've done. Yeah. Well, we should we should uh, say that this is the first Call of Duty game I have ever played. Holy shit, really? Yes. Wow. I mean, I guess I would have... I mean, you brought them out and do, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't know, like... How does one celebrate their first Call of Duty? With Mountain Dew and Doritos. Well, clearly, but like... <laughs> it's what I brought. Fucking Bud Light and Sparklers and... I, I don't know. Do we burn oil? That It feels like we should be burning oil. So, yeah, it was a great experience and I love first-person shooters. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Call of Duty, Ghosts, that's a, that's a game... So how much am I allowed to just complain about first-person shooters? Well, let's get through the story and then uh, have at it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the story, as it so were, is really fuck-off stupid. What? You play... What's your character's name? Logan. Damn. I was going to say Tanner, but... You I know, mean, eh, it might matter. as well be. <laughs> It's not like you ever speak or do anything interesting. I actually think it's David Logan bullshit last name. Whatever. You start the game. Your dad's telling you a story about the ghosts. Uh, They're a group of super special agents that basically fought the Battle of Thermopylae, but won. Yeah, uh, these elite soldiers that were pinned down in a situation they couldn't hope to win and then outnumbered a thousand to one and 45 of them died and only 15 were left and they hid in the corpses of their brethren and in the sand they took out the rest of the enemy forces um it's an audio medium so picture in your head a jerk off motion Mm -hmm. 
So he tells the story of the ghosts and you're like, well, that's not real. And he's like, it is real. Sorry. Every time I say you say your brother says, cause you're joined at the hip cause they needed to give you dialogue, but then they didn't want to give you dialogue to break the immersion. Well, yeah. If you spoke, then you wouldn't be the silent protagonist that the player could put themselves into. Instead, you get narration from Superman. Yeah. Well, old Superman. I mean, Dylan Dog. I mean, Brandon Routh. The Atom? We'll go with the Atom. That's the most recent thing he's done, I think. Sure. Uh, and then you're in San Diego and it explodes and they reveal the Odin Project, which is some orbital space defense attack thing. Network? Got hijacked and fired rods of tungsten into the ground. Hijacked by who? The bad guys. The Federation of the Americas. Is that what they're called? Yes. Yeah, they're the Federation. Okay. Jason, who compromises the Federation of the Americas? Comprises? That's the word. The Federation of the Americas was created after the Middle East was bombed and like... Their hatred fused into South America, and it became the darkness that spreads, and it's all of South America, and they conquered basically all of Central America leading up to this game. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ignoring, like, every single political issue with that, like, if any one regime attempted to conquer a continent... Every country in the world would have a massive issue with it. Yeah, but just ignore that. Like, as soon as they were like, we take over Brazil, and everyone would be like, eh, whoa, you just militarily conquered Brazil, we're gonna need to cool it. And then they're like, Brazil declares war on all of South America. And they would be like, okay, time to put you in the dirt. <laughs> and Hold then on. The, Through diplomacy. The No. <laughs> the combined forces of everyone would put brazil off the map the combined forces of the uh peacekeeping un yeah uh they're on a peacekeeping mission Ugh. through violence sweet violence <laughs> there it is so it just at every moment take every thought that it would be like yeah, but that doesn't make sense. Throw it out the window because we've got guns in space. Pew, 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 pew. Because uh, the whole, like, the Federation shows up on this space station and just starts shooting people, ignoring the fact that no space station has ever been built to design to, like, take bullets. Well, they're not designed to take, uh, mic or, like, asteroids, uh, small asteroids that will just puncture through it because there's nothing they can do about that. So... Yeah, why why would they design it to stop a bullet, I guess? Because no one would ever fire a gun while on the space station, so they don't have to. And so, like, if you just started firing guns in a space station, I'm pretty sure everyone would die very quickly. Because you would be shooting through the walls and into space. Pretty much, no matter what, yeah. Also, the uh, cool part where you shoot in space, you don't rocket backward from the... Uh your gun as you shoot. Yep, and then you reload and keep shooting with all the combustible gases around you. Like a mouse. Yes. Oxygen is totally not that flammable. Don't worry about it. Like, 
It's not even crazy space guns. Because if they if they wanted to... They Dear could, listeners, I, I wish you could see the look on Jason's face right there. They could make them crazy space guns. Like lasers Don't. and shit? Sure. Just fucking rail guns. Sure. Handheld rail guns. Why not? That's not a thing that we have the technology for, but it would work in space. Wait, you mean something that fires off a projectile without any sort of combustion? Yeah. And would be safe in a super oxygen-rich environment, say, like a space station? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Just guns. Regular guns. Don't worry, they work underwater, too. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is an underwater rifle. Excuse me, I wasn't talking about that section. Oh. It's talking about the flood. Oh. That is not an under-water rifle. No, it is not. You just grab guns, duck underwater, and start shooting people. Yeah. Yeah. That's how guns work. That's how guns work. (laughs) So, Odin Project, the Republic... uh, Federation. (laughs) Fuck them. Federation. They blow up a couple cities. Uh, You do a recon mission, meet up with your dad... Your dad's like, I need you to go into the neutral zone. What do they call it? No man's land. Hey, what cities is it that they blow up, Jason? Uh, L.A. 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 San Diego. Yeah. Because that's where your character is, so they have to blow it up. Sure. Phoenix. Because reasons. And Miami. Yeah, fuck Miami. So the whole idea, idea... Is that, like, because they're coming from the south, they're blowing up the cities that they're gonna, like, invade into? Okay, and, like, I guess moving from South America through Central America up to the U.S., they don't hit anything along the border, just, like, major cities adjacent, I guess? Yeah. I mean, Albuquerque's probably on there. Go fuck yourself, Albuquerque, right? Sure. I'm struggling to think of, like, southwestern United States major cities that aren't named already. Texas. All of Texas. No, fuck Texas. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I I can't think of a major Texan city that's on the border, right? Uh, Which one's the closest to the border? Which the one that's, like, on the border? I, I don't know. Because sure, you could bomb, like, uh, or uh, Tungsten Rod, or whatever the uh, appropriate word for that would be. Um, Houston, or Austin, or Dallas, or uh, name a goddamn city in Texas, it doesn't matter. The point is, they target metropolitan areas in the southern United States um, without any consideration to um, military or political influence. Like, they just hit spots at goddamn random? Yeah. Like, you, you've you got this goddamn space bullshit dropping rods which go off like a fucking nuke, and you could take out DC, but you choose not to. Or New York. Or New York. Like, sorry, New York City, but uh, since you kind of hold, like, a lot of the financials of the entire country... Or if you wanted if you were to trying to destabilize the country, you would be an eminent target. If you wanted to cripple a nation, take out their food supply, literally across the goddamn Midwest, just take out farmland. Yeah, but that's not great. No, it's but, boring. Yeah, like if you want to have instant chaos, you want DC, you want New York, major population centers that hold a lot of like, you know, you probably hit Chicago. 
probably sure. still hit LA just because of the density of people. But that's like to sow chaos and stuff. And I don't know. I haven't planned to ever like try to take over the US. So small countries for me. You want a longer, slower war of attrition, right? Um, sowing chaos is fine up front, but there are contingency plans so people can figure out what's going on. That's not the point. The point is um, this shit happens and then the game picks up 10 years later with a uh, fucking. You got a mission for uh, your dad, the bad guy from Avatar with his giant robot knife, uh, Elias. Yeah, you go and you find his old compatriot, Ajax. Yep. You're like, the ghosts are real. Uh, you meet up with a couple of the others. They're going to go save Ajax. You get there. He's already dead. He was killed by Rourke. Rourke, one of the other old ghosts and do you play the flashback section uh yes at this point i'd say we're skipping through some shit but honestly who cares no one no one cares uh yes Uh, at this point once it's revealed that your dad used to be a ghost and the stories that he would tell you were true you jump to the flashback where you play as elias going through yeah, I didn't catch where it was at. Random city, and you're following Rourke, and Ajax is there, and it's a good time. Yeah, and then they blow up a dam. You use your magic underwater guns. Uh, shit goes sideways. You keep killing people, and then you start like falling out of a helicopter, and you grab Rourke, and they're like, you can't hold on! So you let him drop into the rapids after the dam broke, and... He is now set to kill everyone because ayahuasca. Yeah, apparently, um, after Rourke washed up and didn't manage to drown or get bludgeoned to death underwater, the uh, federalis, uh, excuse me, the Federation finds him and um, brainwash him through a combination of um, torture, both mental and physical. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, bad guy. Although, I, for the life of him, it makes more sense that you playing as Elias made a conscious decision to drop him into a flood to save your own ass. And he just wanted to revenge on you, but they don't do that. Maybe there's some good in him or some bullshit. And I don't fucking know. Don't know. Don't care. It's a string of disparate events. I don't, you blow something up and kill a bunch of people. You blow up another thing and kill a bunch of people. You catch Rourke and then he escapes because Batman, and then okay to clarify <laughs> the next mission that you run on is to uh his q the guy that makes his weapons and technology and shit and uh, was it venezuela yeah yeah so you infiltrate this office building you go find him he's like i don't know where rourke is rourke shows up on the tv he's like it's a trap fuckers ha 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 blows the building in half you make your escape you then go on a mission to find rourke you find him, like, after killing your way to get to him, and then you capture him, and then suddenly it's the goddamn Dark Knight as, uh, you're in a plane, a bigger plane comes by, because there's always a bigger fish, and then it, like, does the whole Dark Knight thing where it takes the fucking plane out, and you're just, like, dangling there while he escapes. Yep. I don't know why you felt the need to cover what I had already just said. <laughs> <laughs> and then you... Proceed through a jungle and do a thing there. It's literally just like escape the jungle. 
Then you go to Secret Island, blow up the Secret Island, because uh, the Secret Island is where you learn that they made their own Odin project. They have a whole satellite array of kinetic rod attacks. And then you go to the Arctic, where you need to blow up an oil, like, mining station. That's like an oil rig? Yeah. And it can power the... I forget what they're called already. Federation. Federation for years to come, so you blow it up. And then you take your submarine to somewhere else. Yeah, no, it's it's about here where my nose get hazy because, like... All the shit, drinking? Well, the drinking, but, like, shit just starts to happen, like, one after another, and it has less and less to do with what happened before it. Like, any of the preceding events, it's like you just, you fucking move on. You get weird time skips where it's like, three days later, and then you play a level, and then at the very end of the level, they're like, 15 minutes earlier, and you're like, what? Yeah. Inevitably, this leads to a whole thing where you have to take out a bunch of, like, satellite controls uh, in the desert. You drive a tank, blow those up. Then you go to space and do a little space mission so you can take control of their... Which, by the way, isn't you. It's a really weird thing where they constantly bounce between your main character and not your main character. This isn't uncommon for Call of Duty, and I want to say, like, recently where there's a couple characters that it bounces between. What makes this one different is that it's not the same characters you bounce between. Instead, you have uh, Logan that you generally play as, except for occasionally when it hops to Nameless Space Soldier or your dad for that one time. What about... Uh, nameless helicopter pilot. Or nameless helicopter pilot where you just like fly around and fuck shit up while you're supposed to be in a building, right? You have to clear everything out and then it like, once you've destroyed everything, it just teleports you basically to the ground because the helicopter was clearing the area for your Logan, not Wolverine. Sadness. Though I played him like Wolverine. Yeah, it was just fucking blades out, go like hell. Yeah. And because it's Call of Duty, you take bullets like you're fucking Wolverine. Charge them, stab them in the face. Well, yeah. chest, but... The screen gets all jelly, you uh, find a place to hide out for a minute, and then you go right the fuck back out there. Yeah, because of your regen. Yeah. It makes sense. You were the avatar of death. Go get you some. So, you get control of the rod network, you start bombing their troops... Then it cuts back to you and your brother fighting through a train to get to Rourke. You do. Fight ensues. He shoots your brother. He, like, has you captive, shoots your brother, and you're like, your brother's like, fuck it, hit us with a rod. Uh, And they do. And then you, while your train car sinks to the bottom of the ocean without breaking, it's magic, uh, you wrestle for a gun, you shoot Rourke in the chest, and you swim to the surface. Well, you grab your brother. Yeah. And then they're like, you did it! And they start blowing up the Federation fleet. Post- oh, is that what was happening there? Yes. Um. Post-credit scene, Rourke kicks you in the face and is like, I'm a turn you like the turned me! And that's the end of the game. Set up that good sequel bullshit. Which is like a setup for a sequel, but it inherently just makes the ending of the game so unsatisfying. Like, they could have just left him dead. Yeah. There's... It's dumb. Like, you shot him in the chest. It went through him into your brother. Yeah. And And then uh, he, like, falls down, presumably bleeding out or unconscious, and you leave him 
at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Except Lowell's, he's good enough to just get up, kick you in the face, and then drag you off. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Oh, wait, nothing in this game makes sense. It makes Call of Duty sense. I guess. I can't argue that, because I don't know what Call of Duty sense is. Wow! Shit. He got me. Fucking boomed me. He's so good. Boom down. (laughs) Yeah, no. No. Now, um, Jason, uh, you haven't played it. I can speak to the multiplayer experience of this a bit. Since we're through the story, I mean, that was the end. Great story, right, folks? Makes you really want to play it. Yep. uh, Jason, people don't play Call of Duty for the story. uh, Which is weird, because up till a couple years ago, that's all people played Call of Duty for. But whatever, right? Um, This this game, right, meow, has a couple different game modes. Uh, There is the standard multiplayer fair, the squads. And uh, Extinction, which is Infinity Ward's attempt at the uh, zombies. Replace zombies with aliens. It's um, less puzzles, but like the same thing. You fight through waves of shit. You try and progress, etc. It's actually, it's okay. Like, uh, it ain't bad. Uh, Real quickly, I want to say about the multiplayer. I'm going to leave squads alone. There's uh, bots that you can set up, send them out to your fucking friends who gives a shit. Multiplayer. Base game, multiplayer, no DLC. The maps, which uh, this was an issue when it came out. You can look it up. It's still an issue. (laughs) Base game multiplayer maps are way too fucking big for Call of Duty. It's not Battlefield. There's not 32, 64 people in there. So when you have, what, 12? Because it's six on six people and there's a giant map, you don't find anybody. Uh, multiplayer battles come down to time more often than not and that's boring it's boring as shit trying to play it take into that uh the guns man the guns aren't that great uh you have the honey badger and then i think it's the remington which is the only thing that you should be using use the fucking remington what are you even doing yeah i don't know what any of the guns were were they my knife yes knife always be knifing that was the plan yeah the um Streaks weren't that great. The fucking multiplayer, it's not that fun. It's okay. I have to say, um, because I used to play this game, I played it with um, R. Michaels 87 and 10 Resolve both. And I had a good time playing it. Not because it's a good game, just, you know, like playing with friends of mine. What's that? It's better with friends? What? You can say the same fucking thing about every piece of shit that rolls off the assembly line pretty fucking much but uh multiplayer specifically not the goddamn campaign which is <laughs> a b-movie at best at best it plays like every other first person shooter they're going for action movie and they fall um 10 30 yards short yeah i don't know it's really weird like I never really get the action movie feel from it, ever. It just feels contrived and boring. That's kind of what I mean. You don't get that same, like, pulse-pounding excitement generally from a shitty action-oriented video game that you would from an action movie. But you can tell that's what they're going for. And it's never quite the same. And, like... I, I want to go off about uh, a little bit about the issues that I have with this game, like the single player, like the hit detection. How is the hit detection so goddamn weird in the single player? 
like the hit detection is goddamn suspect in the fucking multiplayer, and that's whatever. It could be for a variety of goddamn reasons, but single player? Like, there were times we were sitting here playing it, and, like, you would clearly get shots on an enemy that just wouldn't register. Or times when you would knife them, and it was your knife would just pass right through them. Those were the most annoying times. Knife, why would you betray me? I do want to say, though, uh, the, the campaign does have one thing going for it, and it's fucking Riley! The uh, goddamn German Shepherd that you get for, like, I don't know, maybe half of it. But Riley's the fucking best! Less than half. Uh, and I was going to say the only thing it has going for it is that it's short because we managed to uh, drink our way through the entire campaign and record in one day. Yeah, uh, given the uh, food break that we took. I mean, we were, what, under six hours, I think, to plow through this? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is not a long campaign. Ugh, which, you know, if I paid, like, five bucks for that, I wouldn't because I don't like the gameplay at all. But, you know, that I know is personal preference. <laughs> Alright, but what if, and hear me out on this one, you could buy it right now on PC for full price. Because Activision thinks you should go fuck yourself. Uh, this isn't worth full price. Jake, no. Jake, why? But, go fuck yourself. Stop it. It's not even <laughs> detecting. I can hear it. It's all in your mind. Kick, punch? It's all in your mind. Mind quad. Yeah, no, that was a hard cut from Parappa the Rappa to uh, American Dad. How you doing? Not great. Mm. Anyway, uh, Riley, best part of this game. Sure, there's a dog occasionally, and you can use it to attack people. Slash distraction dog. Yeah. I don't know what to complain about, because I just hated this game from front to end. Like, it's so contrived and stupid, and the guns are boring, and the gameplay is boring. And that was it. Yeah, I said this on a recent episode of ours where um, it was Anthem I was talking about this shooting in that one. How third-person shooters, the guns don't ever feel that different from one another. Uh, Call of Duty Ghost. Wouldn't you know it, the guns don't feel that different from one another. And it sucks because a first-person shooter is really, like, the place for those to shine. Between the uh, recoil... And, like, how a gun fires, it's first person, it's front and center. This one, it's like the the recoil may be a bit different, the spread might be a bit different, the rate of fire might be a di- bit different. They're not that different overall as you're playing through the campaign. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a thing that, like, they wanted more realism for their guns. So, like, the, the actual name of the gun, it fires more like that actual gun would and... To be honest, most guns aren't that different in real life, but like it's a video game and wants to be a shitty movie video game. So like, I don't know, uh, in this is going to be the weirdest comparison we're going to get all night right here uh, in Uncharted. OK, there is uh, the revolver is one shot, one kill. It's a fucking hand cannon. If you hit someone with a bullet, they die. And it's glorious. It's a shitty, weird little short gun that has fucking, like, six bullets, and you don't get more. Whenever you find it, you're like, cool, I get to kill six enemies in a row. So it's a golden gun. Yeah. And it feels like a goddamn hand cannon, and it's great. Okay. Never had that. Am I supposed to say more things about this game? Uh, How are the graphics? 
They're okay. I think for... They two- spent all their graphical budget on those weird, like, ink blot cutscenes. Yeah. I think as you're playing through the campaign, the graphics look good. It is a AAA game that released in 2013. I think 2013 looks pretty good. Like, I think the graphics I still generally hold up. There wasn't anything glaring. It's not glitchy. No. I mean, I, I could complain about the story. It's not... It's not even worth complaining about. It's... It feels to me like your standard uh, Call of Duty, not even Call of Duty, first-person shooter story where, like, they're trying to make it exciting and maybe pulse-pounding and, like, there's something interesting happening that you should care about, but it's hard to, and ultimately you don't. I honestly think having the silent protagonist actually hurts me there. Like, if if my character was actually a character who had, you know dialogue and like emotions and a character maybe i would care about them at all but you're the stone-faced mute murder machine yeah you're terminator and for me that's actually a huge issue like caring at all but you have dylan dog super adam to talk for you yeah they they forced you to always be connected to someone else just so that there can be dialogue and it just feels contrived because it is. Yeah, I will say uh, for the most part, the line delivery is okay. Like uh, as far as the voice acting goes, we've played games that are fucking so much worse. And you've got, um, I should look it up, but the, um, actually fuck it. And I will look it up to the internet, internet time, internet time. On air, internet time. It's Stephen Lang is who I was thinking of. Sure. You've got Brandon Routh that plays Hesh, who does most of the talking for you. And then uh, Logan and Hesh's dad, uh, played by Stephen Lang, who was the bad guy in Avatar, giant robot knife. I'm never going to let that one go. And, like, those dudes delivering their lines is fine. No, nothing wrong with it at all. You have somebody reading lines well, doesn't make the lines good. They're just delivered well. I mean, that's it. The game's fucking shallow as a goddamn puddle. There's nothing to say. Well, who do you recommend it for? No. No? No. Look, if, if you're a Call of Duty fanboy, you've probably already played it. If you're not a Call of Duty fanboy, why would you play it? That's the fucking franchise. You know, I couldn't agree more. Um, you like Call of Duty? You know what you're in for? This is more of that. Although, on the plus side, uh, with the exception of PC, you can find this. Excuse me. You can find this cheap wherever. You know a place that sells used games? Great, you can get this for five bucks if you really want it. Yeah, I mean, but that's just like, I'm not going to stop you from having personal choice, but if you want my opinion, don't fucking play this. It's come and gone, and that's what Call of Duty does. It grinds. New Call of Duty next year. New Call of Duty next year. And, you know, they get people with that. Gotta buy the new one. Fuck out of here with that. Well, yeah, I mean, it is a yearly franchise. There's a new game every year. In fact, they've got three companies that work on it. So it's um, the same company only has one every three years. So it's like something new every time. New! But it's not? No. It's not. And uh, the next one, uh, this is 2019, so it's Infinity Ward's year this year. Uh, they did 
Ghost 2013, uh, Advanced Warfare, I believe, in 2016. I think current speculation is Ghost 2, but, uh, you know, no one knows till they release it. There'll be a Battle Royale mode, Battle Royale mode, I'm sure, and after that, I don't know, it's fucking COD. I don't know what you want out of it. Mind-numbingly mind-numbing time. Hmm. All right, what do we do now? Now we actually get to talk about something way more interesting to me. Hey, we- Letters from listeners. Listeners like you. Listeners like them? Like them. Hey. They know what they did. <laughs> so, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, uh, suggestions, uh, I don't even know. Just, like, you want to say hi. Whatever. Send those to thebadgamecast at gmail.com. We read them on air. If you don't want to read them on air, please specify an email. Seriously. Otherwise, I will read it. I might abbreviate it because, you know, I skip over some stuff that's like, eh, whatever. Anyway, first question comes from... Okay, I assume that he wants me to pronounce Archangel on Twitter. It's A-R-C-H-A-N-G-E-A-L. So, anywho... Uh, he says, hi, I'm a new listener of you guys. You may hate me because they're the ones who recommended Final Fantasy 13 too, but they have a question for us. So to start off with, we don't hate you. Nope. We hate ourselves. Clearly. <laughs> no, and uh, I want to say uh, before you get into the question, thank you for the recommendation. Anything else you got for us to play? We are, I hesitate to say happy, but certainly willing. Yeah, I actually makes our job easier when we have suggestions because we can just like oh that's what we're gonna play slot it into our time slots instead of like having to figure out like what we're balancing and plan things out we can just be like okay here's a suggestion someone wants us to do this so we can do this and knock it out yes it's nice takes a little bit of pressure off us so more suggestions throw them our way their actual question is what is your favorite and least favorite combat system in any RPG games that you have played? So, you want me to start out? Yeah, no, please. Because uh, uh, favorite for me, which I have talked about at length on various podcasts. I love turn-based strategy. And in fact, uh, one of my favorite RPG games ever, in fact, the whole series, is Final Fantasy Tactics. I love that, like grid-based strategy turn-based just like almost exactly that more way more of like a strategy puzzle using your rpg element you know uh pokemon actually technically fits into that uh it is a turn-based rpg game yeah i love that decisions that i can make on my own time as i plan out an entire sequence of events the whole active time battle stuff that final fantasy introduced and like well, let's keep it more engaging. I actually really dislike that. And even going farther and farther as they've gone down uh, in 13 and 13 too, where there's this whole like all this stuff you have to juggle during combat. And if you didn't get the quotations in my voice, let me tell you that uh, juggle because you can just hit auto battle for like <laughs> half the fucking time and everything dies. Yeah. And it's oh man, I hate that. Super exciting. <laughs> If you hit auto battle, you win so many of the combats, but then like, oh, when you don't have to hit auto battle, you have to like, let me switch this one thing and then try to go through the abilities. But the menus are often so annoying to navigate while you have a timer going, basically. I just hate it. 
Eh, I'm with you. Um, I enjoy a level up system that, and it's two extremes for me. Uh, one old school JRPGs, uh, Pokemon is a pretty good example, except there's a little more RNG to it that I like, or than I like where, um, you level up and it is always going to be a set amount based on whatever level that you go through a lot earlier JRPGs, right? Conversely, well, like, um, Final Fantasy VI is what I mean. Like, as Look, far I'm as... just I'm just thinking you don't know all the, like, back systems on Pokemon, because it's so not RNG-dependent. Is it not? No, I, I thought that it was. No. Ah, okay. All right, yeah, no, if every time you level up, it's always going to be the same thing for each Pokemon, yes, that is what I mean. Yeah, it's actually, uh, there's hidden values and stuff, and, like, you can very predictably know exactly what your Pokemon's going to be like. Then, yeah, that takes a lot more like research and understanding of the systems that make up Pokemon. So no, a nice chart that says level one, this is what you get level two. This is what you get level three, etc. cetera. Uh, and I like that because as I level up a character, a whatever, I know it's going to get stronger. I can see where it's going to be at the very end. And then it's the path to get there. Great. It takes out the control for me. I just need to get it to there. Another thing I really liked, though, was like Dark Souls, where you have complete control over every facet of what you want to upgrade, which means very specific building for an end goal. You want to build a sorcerer, you know what you need to throw your points into. You, you're going for like straight fucking melee. You know what you need to put your points into. Also, that gives you uh, some room as you're going to play with it a bit. Maybe, um, you know... You hit level 10, you've just been uh, walloping dudes with your greatsword, and suddenly you want to try a little magic. You know, like the next couple levels, you can dump some points into um, intelligence, or uh, fucking luck, or what have you, it doesn't matter. You know, give you some room to move without having to respec everything. I really like that. Although, ah, man, it's tougher to think of stuff that I actively hate, because generally I will just put up with it, I don't care. Um... You know you want to say The Last Remnant. Just say it already. The Last Remnant. Yeah. I fucking hate The Last Remnant. All of it. Everything about it. Was the question about battle and not level up? Is that where it I was. got fucked up? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's about battle systems. Uh, I mean, the answers are the same. Uh, old school JRPGs. And uh, Dark Souls is still really fucking good. Yeah, battle systems. Uh, the Last Remnant fucking sucked because it takes out any fucking control of what you do for your goddamn party the entire goddamn time. Oh, hey, look. Here's a group of six fucking dudes. You should generally tell them what to do. Only have less control than that. Yeah, I played it. I beat it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that answers your question to some extent. If not, you know, specify. Hit us up for some more answers. Uh, we got another question. Wow. Rolling in the questions. Uh, this one comes from, they didn't attach their name at all, and I don't know if they really want us to use their name. So, unknown person. I can't even say listener, because I don't think they listen to the podcast. Unknown person. Unknown person. Mobile gaming is growing, and the games themselves are becoming more sophisticated and detailed. Do you guys have plans to delve into that branch of gaming? Their suggestion for mobile game would be the bastardization of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater that Maple Media released for Android and iOS last year. Uh, I mean, we already technically played one. 
because that's how partly how I know they're probably not a listener. So we already did one. Yep. It's uh, Final Fantasy All the Bravest, though I loathe to call that a game. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's like Cookie Clicker basically, except less engaging than Cookie Clicker. So we will play. I mean, as we're going through things that are either critically bad or commercial failures mobile doesn't tend to come up a lot in lists like that yeah and so for us to do mobile games i'm not against it because i mean anything if there's a platform you can play games on as long as they have bad ones fuck yeah why wouldn't we do it right yeah it's one other thing is that often because of the scaled downness of mobile games and you know i haven't looked into any really super recently is that it is a lot harder to actually have a full episode about it I know our Final Fantasy All the Bravest episode is like a hackneyed little tiny episode because it was so empty. Yeah, there's barely game there to talk about. Yeah, so like balancing, giving us actually something to talk about that is actually more in-depth versus uh, the uh, mobile space hasn't usually been there. I mean, we could do more like deep dives on like some type of controls type stuff, but eh. It's hard without, like, being our audio medium, like, talking about that kind of thing can be a bit awkward. I mean, I don't consider mobile gaming any different than pick a handheld. In 2019, right, there is um, how many ports for stuff that came previously that would have been a general handheld game. And I know right now um, there are plenty of games that might be considered like a full-on game that might give us plenty to talk about, but I don't know that they're considered bad. And that might have more to do with um, the video games industry, what they consider games and what they review and what they don't. Yeah, and I mean, to do in another way, uh, why we've avoided movie tie-ins... I mean, that's pretty much a gimme, though. Because they're just... It, it's a cash grab. It's something that like, gets dumped. And, I don't know, a lot of mobile games still feel that way. Where it's just, like, churn shit out and, like, don't care. You don't need quality control. You don't need depth because it's a mobile game. Yeah, and then who defines how much of that is shovelware for a mobile game and what is standard mobile game? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, that covers that. Good talk. Me. So, plugs. All the plugs. Hair plugs. Getting brand new hair. Can I just get extensions? I mean, no. Man. We're getting you a beard. Yeah, all right, I'm back in. nothing to extend there. No, no, there is not. All right, so, secret shame! As I said earlier, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas... Uh, whatever you want to drop in our lap and make us deal with instead of you, throw that, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want a more direct approach, you can always tweet at me, tweet at thebadgamecast. I'm on when Twitter gives me notifications, which is like once a day, maybe. (laughs) Uh, You can check out that Facebook page that I totally just remembered existed. I say this every time. Please don't go there. But I still plug it every time. I genuinely forget we have a Facebook page. I'm a big dummy. Uh, What else we got? Reddit? I follow our fucking Facebook page. I forget it's a thing. (laughs) 
I'm not even on my Facebook page, which is part of the problem. Uh, I've basically abandoned Facebook as an idea. I mean, so have lots of people, and that's a continuing trend. Yeah, because it deserves it. It's yeah. garbage. Reddit. You can check us out on Reddit. We have our, this is the Bad Game Cast. Post every episode. No one comments there. But you, the Bad Game Cast, Jake, I leave him to wander through the trolls of the internet on Reddit. And when I'm not getting banned from subreddits for trolling myself, I do try and engage people in conversation about video games. Yeah. It's not always video games. So, you can check out all those avenues, or if you do not get enough of the Bad Game Cast from this podcast, we have a Twitch. Twitch TV forward slash The Bad Game Cast. We stream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, we each pick up every other day. I'm Mondays and Wednesdays. Mondays, I do whatever I feel like slash bad game previews. You would have already seen who knows what by this point. I can't keep track of things. I've also been doing a lot of Hollow Knight because... Fuck yeah, Hollow Knight. It's my favorite. On Wednesdays, we have a whole ongoing series where me and Jake race each other through bad games. Not bad games. Good games so far. Maybe we'll do a bad game. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so we've done Monster Hunter World and we've done Borderlands 2. I'm 2-0. Bringing the pain. When this comes out, we'll probably have started something new, but I don't know what it is. We're still undecided at the moment. Yep, uh, Tuesdays I do, uh, I think I've been going to continue with playing Magic Arena. Jake's learning magic, and I I mean that learning. He he knows the rules generally. I know the basics. Yeah. Because I used to play a decade plus ago. I've played competitively, competitively for like a decade, so we're on a bit of different levels. I, yep. Popped in for one episode. I might try to pop in for more. Kind of depends on my schedule. And if I do, it's mostly just me harassing Jake to play differently because he's eh, has some bad habits. Yeah, no, I certainly do. And then uh, Thursdays, I do the race, which we at this point aren't sure what we're doing going forward. But uh, you'll know as soon as we figure that out. I think that's everything. Is that everything? Is that all the social medias? We don't have an Instagram. We don't have a Snapchat. We don't have. There's probably other things. Maybe. That just leaves mine, though. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. I don't have a Tinder account. Grinder? Don't have a Grinder account. You could. Either of those. Why not both? Why limit ourselves? You make a solid point. Mm. <laughs> Look, I'm just looking at hockey scores right now. I don't know about you. Like you do. All right. Uh, I believe that's all the plugs. And... Been an absolute goddamn pleasure playing Call of Duty for you, motherfucking Call of Duty. I've been Jake. I'm still, J well, I guess I'm Jason for the first time since I didn't say my name the first time because of how much COD made me want to drown. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Stare deeply into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if I remember anything from last time, do I have to call you daddy? No. <laughs> I am papa. Oh. Papa. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. You got enough booze with me at this point. I'm feeling feisty. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Oh. I'm somewhere between like not deep in the tank enough and like still. I'm I'm in that weird limbo. Sure. Where I'm like, I could be so much drunker right now, and I would that would make everything feel better because ugh, I'm tired of this shit. But I'm sober enough that I'm like, I don't really want to go dat back deep in the tank because I still need to go home. I mean, I, I kind of get that. Like, I was trying to, um, the whole time we were playing it, keep on enough so that we could record without me just slurring into the microphone. Because that always sounds fucking great. Yeah. But, man, I am ready to start chugging. Yeah, but then it's like, you live here. That's true. I don't have to go anywhere. I still have to drive home. I mean, you could pull up some uncomfortable couch. I mean, the chair's not bad. No, nah, if I'm staying here, I'm staying in your bed. Oh, well, all right. Whatever, man. Cuddles is cuddles. I don't give a shit. 